Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another bite-sized Sunday political podcast, sponsored, as always, by Quantum Hypno. And uh, on this occasion, I want to talk to you about on my return to talk TV. Yeah. Well, in fact, actually, it's not so much my return to talk TV, my debut on talk TV. (laughs) For those who are interested, anyway, I was invited um, about a week or so ago uh, to go on talk TV to discuss whatever it was. And uh, I was away. I was doing something that didn't, wasn't convenient. So I said no. Anyway, they came back to me on Thursday and said, would I be interested in coming on uh, on Saturday afternoon to discuss the, um, you know, the, the economy, the choices facing the chancellor uh, and what's going to happen with labor and stuff. So I said, uh, yeah, that's fine. I, I'm not doing anything else at that particular time, three o'clock yesterday. Uh, and so it was that, yes, um, I was back on, I was on talk TV being interviewed on the topic of the economy. And it was a very interesting and civilized and pleasant conversation I had with a guy called Nick uh, Dubois. And, uh, you know, the, the, the thing on it is it's something, you know, I always come away from these conversations learning something. Um, I was there to say, listen, it doesn't really matter what the chancellor does now. You know, if he cuts taxes, um, then that won't make any difference between now and the general election. The Tories are going to be kicked out. So it, in a way, it, it's kind of pointless. The only reason to cut taxes would be to then force Labour to put taxes up when they come back into power and do their budget in 2025. That would be the only point in cutting taxes this year. And that may be his reasoning behind it. Um, Of course, at the same time as the government's talking about cutting taxes, we've got the issue of public, public services, which are falling apart. Why are public services falling apart? Well, for sure, there's elements within the public sector which haven't had the necessary in, in, uh, spending. And there's other areas that have had too much spending. And Nick and I agreed that, for example, uh, and I'm, I think you'd agree with this, the civil service needs to, go, needs to be massively cut back, massively cut back. I'd like to see it cut back by at least 50%, and he agreed with that. That seemed to be a decent number. However, there's a problem with that that's not commonly understood, but I'll explain it to you. And that is that we have to blame Lady Thatcher for this. Way back in the day when Thatcher was in power, she negotiated and agreed terms with the civil servants that basically means that she can't sack them. And so it would be very difficult to get into a situation between now and an election where you could do that. So that's not going to happen. the other reason that the public services are under such pressure, of course, is, yes, massive immigration, which puts pressure on, you know, the health service, the education service, social services, all of that, the welfare budget, because we're basically funding Afghanistan, let's face it, uh, and Somalia and some other lovely parts of the world. So so the the economic choice is is grim. I mean, it is really grim. You wouldn't want to be chancellor, quite honestly, uh, because... Whatever you do, uh, it's, it's going to end badly. But here's the thing. The Tories caused all this. And I did say this yesterday. I said, look, the reason the UK is in such an economic malaise is because Johnson and Sunak locked us down, furloughed us, devastated British economy, 
and there's consequences and these consequences are measured in years you know not weeks and day uh, or weeks and months years and and that's come home to roost so uh, you know i believe that that was all unnecessary obviously and uh so the government's also been responsible for responsible for jacking up tax rates and as well so you know so it's it's a very bad position but nick made a really good point that i wanted to share with you as well he said you know so look we probably all agree that there's going to be an incoming labor government now in the past labor governments have come in on the back of relatively successful conservative governments and or at least put it like this re relatively benign economic circumstances prevailed so that's why labor labor were able to come in uh, for example, after John, the John Major years, which were a succession to the Thatcher years, and her finances were looking pretty decent. It took 10 years for uh, the uh, Treasury uh, spokesperson, Liam Byrne, if you remember when they were booted out in 2010, to leave a note saying uh, the money's all gone. Do you remember he did that? But, but that, that, it took 10 years to do that. Here now we have a Labour government coming in and the money's all gone already. So that begs the question, right, so what, what's Labour going to actually do? Uh, how can they tackle anything? Because we know that, for example, I mean, we know Labour don't get the economy. Well, of course they don't. If socialists understood economics, they wouldn't be socialists. Therefore, they're going to make a mess of things. And it's going to probably, the wheels will come off, I suspect, fairly quickly even though the media will cheerlead for them and tell us what a wonderful Chancellor Rachel Reeves is, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks for listening.